a victim is like, it's a mask that we put on. It's, it's an act that we play. It is never who we are. Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's got to be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. All right. Welcome to the show. Now, before we jump in, I want to make a big announcement. So obviously we have the holidays and Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and all that stuff happening. And Guy and I have created something, a way to give back to you, our loyal listeners. So you may have heard that we started something called The Collective. What you may have not heard is that right now, not only can you get in for a 14-day free trial to experiment it and see if it works for you, we've also lowered the price from $99 a month to just nine. That's right. You didn't hear this wrong. From $99 to nine. And if you do it now, you can get grandfathered in at that $9 price point today. Again, all you have to do is go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective satoriprime.com forward slash collective, and you can grandfather yourself in to the collective for just $9. Our way to give back during this holiday season. So if you're out there wanting to make significant changes in your life, wanting to get more peace, more fulfillment, more love in every area of your life, make sure you go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now. I do not know how long we're going to keep this up. So now would be the time to act. All right, my friends. So today's iTunes review is short, simple, and to the point by Joel Smith214, who headlined it, amazing podcast. He writes, life-changing material, one of the best personal development, if not the best I've listened to. Joel, thank you for the beautiful, kind words. Email me at elon at satoriprime.com, and I will send you your personalized gift. And if you're listening and would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Uh, Once I read yours out loud, you can email me as well and receive this amazing gift. So again, thank you, Joel Smith 214. And now back to our show. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Have It All podcast. Today, we have a sexy, sultry, and yet still uplifting and beautiful podcast coming your way. Uh, We have an amazing guest. Her name is Jenny Taylor. She runs Jenny Taylor or has run Jenny Taylor Boudoir Photography for a long, long time, all about making women feel sexy and powerful. And so, you know me, hashtag me too. Jenny, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to have you here. I was watching, uh, do you ever watch that show Shameless? I've never seen it. Okay. It was this really crazy scene yesterday um, where one of the characters does something with his bar to make it like more female friendly because he was put on kind of like some blog, which was like the most rapey bars in Chicago or something like that. And he was like, this is not what I want to be on. So he goes on this whole thing to make it like super, super friendly for women. And then these women come from a a women's group. They're doing this rally and they want him to come speak. So he's so honored, so excited. Right. And then he comes to this practice and it's these women who are getting up and are like, I was raped this, I was gang raped that, I was this, and just like crazy stories of, you know, things. and it just opens his eyes to what happens to women. So at one point he sits there and he goes, he's like, I just want to give women a hug. All of them. Oh, me too. Hug. And then, oh. yeah, so 
I think uh, I think now more than ever we're in a time in our world where this is so necessary. Um, so before we go into all that, I would love for you just to share your story and a little bit about yourself, and then we can dive in from there. Yeah. So thank you again for having me on. I appreciate it. I've been a fan of yours for, I don't know how we got connected, but I've been a fan of yours for like, I feel like over a year and I just love your message. And I know I don't know you personally, but I felt like our messages were very similar um, on the different points that you've hit. And so a lot of people know me. I'm the owner of Jenny Taylor Boudoir Photography. We're like the number one company in the country right now. We're in Chicago and we're going to go to beach and I'm in our national studio and I want to go into 10 cities over the next three years. Wow. So a lot of people know me from that. I started because I loved photography since I was eight and everyone told me I couldn't be a photographer because there's too many out there. And I was like, great, that means screw all you guys, I'm going to be a photographer and I'm going to take over the world. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I have no college education. I've not taken any classes. And I went from literally almost uh, claiming bankruptcy about 20 years ago to building a multi-million dollar empire by myself. And so I love getting out there to tell people that if I can do it, you can do it too. That I'm just a regular person like everybody watching or listening to this. And nobody gave me anything special. I just worked really, really, really hard to figure out how to make this successful. And so I remember when I started like 10 years ago and I I bought the camera and I told my girlfriends, I was like, so I want to be a photographer now. And they're like, okay, what are you going to take pictures of kids or whatever? I'm like, no, my girlfriend was like, how about me and some lingerie for her boyfriend at the time? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, no way. I'm not doing porn. I'm like, this is not what I'm doing. He's like, no, she's, I come from this like little small town outside of Chicago, like super conservative farm town. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And she goes, no, just something cute. And like, you know, Victoria's Secret. And I go, okay, yeah, that sounds fun. So we started with that and I quickly built and built and built to where like hundreds, I couldn't even keep up and I had to quit my full-time job and, and keep going with this company. And so over the years, what I've realized is I've always loved photography and I just want to see people smile. And, but what this company has done is let me understand how much there is a need for, for everybody, but women is who I mostly work with to feel confident, that we don't Mm. feel confident every single day, that we don't get our hair and makeup done every day. And we're like being moms and going to school or being turning 60 years old or whatever that looks like. And so in my studios, I said, you know what? I'm going to do something totally different than what all the other boudoir photographers are doing. I'm going to take the word boudoir out and I'm going to let women bring in whatever they feel comfortable in so that I could work with every woman, not just a certain woman that wanted to bring Mm. lingerie. And, um, and ever the real photographers would say, why do you have this 60 year old woman in a dress? You're not, you know, you're a boudoir photographer. I'm like, no, boudoir means confidence. And so that is what we offer at my company is this confidence boosting, empowering experience. And it has nothing to do about the, nothing to do with the clothing. Wow. I've worked with women. There's almost 3,500 women after 10 years at this point, And everywhere between 21 and 85 years old who brought a black dress in. And so, you know, it's just, that's my heart and soul. This is my baby. I don't have any children yet. And um, this is what my heart and soul has been poured into. And about three years ago, I found myself actually in a terribly emotionally abusive relationship. I never knew what the word narcissist or sociopath or psychopath was. Well, I guess I did. I thought it was like in the movies and Mm -hmm. like that didn't really exist in real life. Yep. And so when all of these things started happening, it was, oh my gosh, are you ready? It was three years ago tomorrow that I started my group. Yes. Wow. So three years ago, this past weekend of of Halloween, um, the person I was with, started breaking me down and he was using all real things about myself. So one thing that I always tell everyone, um, I have implants. I was born very flat chested. And I remember in seventh grade when all the other girls, you know, got boobs. And I remember like, okay, the boob fairy didn't come yet. And like, I got to put under my pillow. (laughs) Really? Like, when are they, please? Like, I'll give you my tooth for some boobs. Seriously. And so I remember like when I got to be like 15 in high school and I just literally remember thinking, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to have boobs. I was Mm -hmm. like, I always say you could take my head off and not know the difference between my front and back. 
And so what that did was it created um, an insecurity in me that I just never really felt like a whole woman, I guess you would say. And so, um, so three years ago, when I didn't know what emotional abuse was, he started saying things like, you only got implants to this, 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 and this. And I got implants so I could feel like a whole woman. It'd be like, if you weren't born with a nose, you'd want a nose. Like, wow. now I can smell and now I feel like a whole person. And that was just for me. And so this is actually the lowest cut shirt I own. I, it's always up to here. <laughs> and um, anyways, um, and so, so he used these real things about me uh, to tear me down. And so I remember after, it was about three straight hours. It was three days of this, three straight hours on this one Sunday. And I remember walking into my mom and dad's house and I sat with them. I'm going to cry. And I sat down and they didn't know anything that was going on. And I said, I am the worst person in the world. And I remember just like crying and they looked at me and they were watching football and they looked at me and they were like, Jenny, what are you talking about? They're like, wait. And they like shut the TV off. And like, I was just falling. And they're like, what happened? And I said, he's right. All these things that he's saying about me are true. You know, I am insecure and I did get boobs and, and this is a thing and all this whole long list. Wow. And they started crying and they were like, Jenny, you're one of the nicest people with the biggest heart and you can't listen to this. But what I realized was I never actually knew who I was at the core, yep. which sounds strange. And so if anyone's listening or watching this and they're like, how do you not know who you are? I had to like dive in. So three years ago tomorrow, God came to me and now I would be the one I would never go to church. Um, I would hardly go even for weddings. And I had this voice come over me and it said, you need to go to church and you need to find a therapist. And I don't know why, but I was in such a place right then. And I was like, I'm doing it. And I also started this group on Facebook called Feel the Positive, which now has like 20,000 members that wraps around the world, three years old. And all I did was I used to post positive memes. It would get me in a good mood, wake up grateful. And so people loved it. And they started pouring in this group and just wanted this positivity. And um, anyways, in the last three years, it's grown to 20,000 members. And I've now completed three years, almost 200 hours of therapy and my therapist looked at me the other day and she said, she started, she cried and she gave me the biggest hug. And she said, you're going to go on and do so many great things with this knowledge now to help other women. Wow. And following that relationship, I then found myself in another terrible relationship. Yep. And they say that that really can happen is that you fall right back in because you don't have enough time to find yourself. And a lot of women... I was actually going through the process of finding out who I was at the core, all my triggers, how I felt, where my anxiety back then used to come from. Thank God that that's what I was doing because this second phase, I knew what was going on. I knew that what was being said wasn't true. I knew who I was. There wasn't anything that anybody could say to me because I was like, no, that's you and not me this time. I know you won't change me. And so with the whole confidence boosting, empowering, feeling that I give the, uh, give these women, I've now started this retreat company, which is this luxury retreat company where women, I had Laguna Beach last year, Nashville's this coming February, and I teach and immerse women for three straight days on um, how to find the parts of themselves that I call are a little dusty because we don't want to be like ashamed of any of our parts. Ugh little dusty that we like can dust off and have those parts sparkle after they leave the retreat nice. and a really transformational type of experience. So that's my life in a nutshell Amazing. when it comes Amazing. to this stuff. You, know, you, you said so many great things in there. I just want to highlight a few for the listeners. One, uh, first of all, I'm sorry that uh, you have to go through that experience. Not with one, but with two men. It was a learning experience. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I get that you know that. And for anybody else that's, that's out there that's dealing with that, and whether you're a man or a woman, this is not just you know women only. Women are much more apt to share this because it's much more common. Men have been taught not to share this. There's a lot of shame in being physically or emotionally abused. And so I just want you to know that in general, if you ever need someone to share or talk or anything with, we're here. So just yeah. please reach out. There's a lot of support. You don't have to go through this alone. One thing I just want to say, yeah. I'm so sorry to interrupt. This is yeah. so important, especially if people are listening right at the beginning. 
all of us, men and women that have been through experience like this, we are not victims. We've been victimized, which is a difference. And so um, a lot of abusers tell their person that they're doing this to that don't act like a victim and nobody wants to be that way. And so I just want to get the word out there too, that people have chosen to do this to us and that we have been victimized, not victims. That's yeah. one. I'll say something to that in a second here. One of the, the things that you mentioned is like, I didn't know who I was to my core. And I will tell you that whether abused or not abused, most people have never spent the time to actually look inside to figure out who they are. I mean, we work with thousands of entrepreneurs. These are very, very successful entrepreneurs, business people, et cetera. That doesn't mean that you know who you are at your core. It just means that you have programs that you created when you were young that have produced successful results in that area. But truth be told, their relationship sucks or their health is out of whack or they're just super unhappy and unfulfilled, but they've gotten really good at X. And so they just in that world, um, knowing your core and knowing who you are at your core to me is a lifelong journey. It is just, I'm always finding out more things. Like right before this interview, I was actually on with my coach and so, you know, listen, like stuff, yeah, I'm sure in therapy too, like some stuff just comes up and comes out of your mouth and all of a sudden you get this vision or feeling you're like, holy crap, like I haven't thought of that in three decades. Where yeah. is that coming from? Yeah. And then to me now that's exciting. Oh, yeah, um, totally. Can I say something about the victim thing that you were sharing? Because yeah, that's, sure. that's really Absolutely. One of the things we talk to about people is like the script that we write. So like you're always, every single human being is a character. You're a character in your own movie right? A character victim, for example, like, like imagine you walk around and you have the script in your hand and you're just walking and handing out the script to people. And then when people respond to you in the way that you've basically trained them to respond to you, we get pissed off. You're like, why don't you treat me like that? But meanwhile, it's like, well, we actually train them to, to treat us like that. And so a lot of the times, you know, victims tend to get really upset that other people are treating them, which actually spins the, the role of victim that much more. But one thing that I, cause we live in this world, like, like our ideology and, and our tools is that everything in life is hundred percent, your responsibility, 0% their responsibility. And if it's any other way, you've just given away the power. Like in order to actually make any sort of change, you got to get to that place of hundred percent responsibility, even though it's super uncomfortable at times. Yeah. And so what does a victim need? A victim needs a villain always. And so if at any time in your life, and that doesn't mean that you are a victim, just in this moment, you are playing the role of victim. You could also be playing the role of heroin at any single time. But it's interesting, like when people are in that victim energy, the only way to stay in the victim energy is to have a villain, whether it's your boss or boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Except for when... um I've been victimized and you mentioned the me too. I didn't choose to be victimized like that. And what I want to do is I want to let people know that that can happen. And then you have a choice on what you want to do with it. So yeah, you can walk around like, um, Oh, feel bad for me. And and, you know, this is what happened. Or you can say, you know what? It did happen. And I'm going to change the world by letting people know that this did happen and, and take that message and do something positive with it. Absolutely. So notice what you did there. Like you were in that role at times of victim. And then when that role of victim, like you got certain tools, you got access to certain things about yourself. You got to tap into your truth. A victim is like, it's a mask that we put on. It's, it's an act that we play. It is never who we are. By the way, the, the victimizers also, that's not who they are at their core either. They, they're also playing out their role. A lot of the times people are playing out roles because we're fearful and we are little kids scared and this is how we've figured out to keep ourselves safe. So for someone who lashes out at someone, whether it's physical or emotional, et cetera, like that person is super scared. Totally traumatized. And the only way that they can feel safe is like, I'm not going to let you in. I'm not going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to do that. And so it's just this like, Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people don't get that. So just like 
to honor you and the journey that you've had, which I know that you know is like the learning process, is just so beautiful. And the fact that you've flipped it to actually help other women in that space is just so beautiful. Uh, like you said, you want to give everyone a hug. My goal right now is to impact 1.3 million women's lives with this. I don't, I know why I came up with the number, but um, yeah, just to, I want to go back really quick though, when yeah, you just please. said where the, um, you know, if someone's angry at you or they, you know, if I hit you right now, whatever that is, it comes, that's a uh, defense mechanism that I've learned or the other person's learned. And normally a lot of people, why they don't want to look inside is because it's attached to something at some point in their life, it, it served them. It protected them in the field. And so what a lot of people won't do is if you go in and I'm a very big advocate on therapy and, and, and self-help. And, um, you know, maybe you can tell about the last year or the last two years. But then once you get into the hard part and peel back those layers, people are like, shut down. Like, I'm not going back. I'm not, yep. I'm not going to feel bad. I'm not going to feel sad. But if you get all the way down to where it started, that is where the freedom is and the peace. Yes. And that is when, oh, I don't need to hit you any longer because I know where it came from and I can now decide to either hit you or not hit you because I'm fully aware of how I got here. Yes. Big time. It's so, such a great point. You know, I'm, I'm a dad. You actually just met my daughter. Uh, <laughs> right before we got my daughter. <laughs> By the way, she came down to make me this. It says, dear Elon Aww. on the back. And then she made me this because orange is my favorite color. And now Aww. it's Halloween. So yes, that's what she came down to give me. Adorable. I love it. <laughs> um, there's something so beautiful about watching kids grow up and watching how, you know, someone said this to me, it's like, it's called parenting, not childrening. And the reason it's parenting is because you get to work on you. It's not about them. And I was like, oh yeah, so true. So one of the things that I've noticed in myself, right? Like I've never hit my kids. I, I'm I'm not saying that like I have a thing against it. You know, I got smacked on the butt when I was a kid and I'm pretty fine. So um, (laughs) it's just not, not what I'm choosing to do. And with that being said, like my dad had a very specific personality, right? And he was very uh, dominant in the way that he spoke to us. He was like the militant dad, right? Yeah. And so I find myself sometimes with my children Like when I snap into my pattern, when I'm not conscious parenting, when I'm unconscious parenting, that's my automatic response. Like get really loud, tell them what to do. And then I kind of snap back and I was like, wow, is that really how I want to choose to be in this moment? That was a snap reaction. That was like a knee jerk reaction to something. And I can own that. And I have this thing with my kids where... Um, in the moment when something happens, even if I don't catch it right then and there in the moment, I will always let them know after, Hey, you remember when this and this happened? Like, I didn't want to respond that way. Here's really what I want to respond. And I asked them like, you know, did it leave you with anything? Is there anything that I can do different, better, whatever next time. So it really is a retraining and remembering who you truly are more than there's no, this like, I wish there was, but there's this magic wand where you could walk up to someone and be like, you're never going to do that again. Totally, but that is, and that, and that's the other thing is like when you do all this transformational work that's already so challenging. What happened to me about a year ago was okay. Now I know who I am, mm. and now I'm going to have the opportunity to not do all of these patterns, like you just said again. Yeah. And then you know, but it's so comfortable for us. I'm going to be 37 in two weeks. Oh my god! I used to never tell anybody and lie about my age, but I'm so grateful to be alive at this point that I don't I'm proud of it. But, um, yeah, it was like, you know, I used to drink alcohol too much and that was covering up this pain that I had from when I was younger. And I drank from when I was like 15 until I still socially drink, but I'm very conscious of, you know, I'm going to have a glass of wine or two glasses. I'm not going out and pounding about, not that there's anything wrong with whatever anybody else wants to choose, but I'm so grateful that I did go through this because I don't wake up with hangovers. And if I did, it would be my choice yep. that I want to do that. Um, but, but we all have um, developed these habits to soothe ourselves 
to sedate ourselves, whatever it happens to be, the list is long. You should probably name some things because I think this is powerful to tell Sex, people. Alcohol, drugs, yes. Yes. Uh, sleep can be something that people use to avoid. Exercise can be something that people used to avoid. Or one of the things that I find, at least with the people we work with, work. Oh, that was me. Totally. Bury themselves in work. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, I, and that was my thing of like, it made me feel good to yep. just divert the attention directly over to my business. And that is honestly one of the reasons I have become so successful was because I had that driving force when I was little. Thank goodness it wasn't other destructive things. But yeah, I mean, when, she, when my therapist said to me, you know, this is like your drug. And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, it is. And I said to her a couple of weeks ago, I said, I need to do that balance shift again. I'm working too much and shift it back over to like being a whole person. And yeah, and there, there's something, I mean, uh, look, there's no entrepreneur that I know because you wouldn't have chosen an entrepreneurial path if you're not obsessively driven yeah. and progress oriented. So yeah. like, we all have that in common. We're all problem solvers. Like it just innate in us. Yeah. The thing that I have played with over the last like year or two is most therapy or personal development or coaches or seminars, whatever you walk in and it's like, Hey, let's figure out your limiting stuff. Let's figure out your limiting beliefs. Let's figure out your weaknesses. Right. right. So the focus is always on what are those things that are in one way, shape or form, not serving me, not, you know, holding me back, whatever. Yeah. And then you get access to something and you're like, Oh wow. I can see how that spins all this stuff. Brilliant. There's absolute, it's amazing, amazing work. What I started to look at now is kind of like what you said about work, right? That thing that was like, I'm going to avoid this, so I'm going to bury myself in work, produced an awesome result for you. Totally. Okay? There are programs and patterns that we all have that produce consistently awesome results. Like yeah. you watch a child, that's all they're doing. They're like, if I do this, does this get me the result that I want? If I do that, does this get And if it does, guess what? They keep doing that thing. Yeah. Now I started to question, I'm like, okay, just because something produces a good result, maybe yeah. even an awesome result, mm -hmm. is it still necessarily the best way for me to produce a result? Totally. And that's been like, that's an exploration that's that as I share it with people, people are like, but why do I change the thing that's working? I'm like, I'm not asking to change. No. I just think it's worthwhile experimenting. Totally. And just become aware of it and just yeah. like look at it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's this beautiful thing like, you know, working really hard produces results. Okay. So it's like, and as I'm work really hard, produce results, right? Okay. Well, what about working effortlessly and gracefully and having inspired action drive you? Like, I've never really played with that. Let's, let's play with that. And I can tell you from my experience that that produces even better results with a lot less effort and a lot less work. But Love I wouldn't it. have given myself that space to do that. Hi there, my friend. I just want to take a minute in case you skip the intro to these shows for some reason and let you know that for a very, and I mean truly very limited time, as in this could be gone by next week, Guy and I are offering entrance into our collective for instead of $99 a month for just nine. That's right. You can get yourself grandfathered in for just $9 a month for life now, as long as you head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know, is this for me? Then I got two things to say about that. First, if you even like this podcast a little bit, you'll absolutely love the collective. We share things in there that we share with our personal clients who pay us tens of thousands of dollars and you can get them for nine bucks. And the second thing is we're actually offering you a 14-day free trial so you can just come and check it out for yourself for free. You have nothing to lose. So again, go to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and make sure you lock this thing in before we realize that we've gone crazy and change our minds. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you in our collective. Now back to the show. I'm curious now as you're looking, because you reminded me of this, like as you're looking at, you just said, 
you know, I, I really want to find that balance thing again, which I, I know so many people are like, especially but women. No, I found it. Yeah, I found life it. work balance, life work balance. Because moms and running businesses and doing all the things like I'm curious where you're at with with your whole inquiry into this so there was a couple that was June and July were so I've been in business almost nine years for my boudoir photography company and June and July of this year were our top five in the months of the whole company which I was going through a very challenging time in my previous relationship at that point so to level with this negativity. So what happens is when there's so much negativity in my life, I zoom into this work usually. And it like makes, it does, it sedates me. That's really what I've learned all these years. And so when I recognized, wow, my numbers are so high and I'm burnt out. Yes. I went to the therapist and I said, okay, it was the first time though in my whole life. Cause this new me over three years has came out that I decided like, I need to look at that, you know, like, okay, I I haven't meditated in a couple weeks. Yeah. I haven't taken the time to journal. I haven't taken the time for me. I haven't done anything for me except work. And, um, and so it was a night, it was the first time that I thought, you know what, I can sit back. I can level my, you know, level out my life yep. right there. I felt this sense of just like freedom. <sighs> That nothing's controlling me, that I'm controlling myself. Beautiful. And that is just so powerful when you have that realization. Because honestly, no matter what anyone says, no one meditates every day. No one does every single thing that you're supposed to do every day. Maybe 5% of humans. But most of the time, you know, it kids take over. Someone's sick, your family member, your work, whatever it is. And so it's important when one thing starts like, you know, let me take, even though my work is amazing and produces great results, it could be someone like, you know, I woke up with a hangover. Why did that happen? Or mm. how did I end up here today? And that's like a, a, a nice time to look at yourself and say, let me shift that back into, you know, coming back inside. Yeah. It's, you know, what you are, I think a, a great example of is, being inquisitive and being curious. Like I I don't, I think your quality of life depends on the quality of questions you're willing to ask yourself. I think human beings generally ask really shitty questions. Totally. I agree. (laughs) You know, like think about like the victim. It's like the why questions. Why me? Why now? Why him? Why this? Why her? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, that is never going to get you a good response. That is unanswerable questions. Doesn't you're like it's someone else. Yeah, it's yeah, no. like, what is this here to teach me? How can I learn and grow from this? 100%. Just, just start asking better questions. You'll, you always get answers. You'll just get much better answers that actually lead you to something. And you, you do that really, really well. Um, but that's a high level awareness that you have. And, and one thing I remember when we talked like a week or two ago and we talked about, um, so one thing I just recently realized in the last couple months, which this is now my icing on my personal cake mm. is why did I end up in two back to back abusive relationships? Cause obviously I am in control of myself, no matter how much other people want to try to control me. And those were my decisions and I stayed in them for two years each. So that's a long period of time. What I realized was I never felt worthy of having a good relationship. Yep. And I don't remember why I just brought that up right now because you just said something. But um, that was such – and I started asking myself the questions. Why am I doing this again? I don't want to repeat this pattern. And pat, I know patterns keep repeating. How am I going to break this cycle because I am good enough I absolutely deserve a man who's going to treat me wonderful just like I treat them. Mm-hmm. I want the best relationship in the whole world, and I'm worthy of having that. And so that this has been the first time that I thought, you know what? I never thought that about myself until right now. And so what's really cool, the last couple of weeks, I've been asked out by a lot of different people. And um, I've been very, very choosy on who I even give my time to speak with because I'm like, red flag. You know, before I'd be like, let's talk. Now I'm like, thank goodness I have the awareness because I truly feel I know that I'm going to have a great person in my life, some mm. point, whenever that is. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
I, I think we said this on the phone, this is what we were talking about, that I believe that the self-worth or I am not worthy is the largest epidemic of human beings. There is not a single human yep. being on planet Earth that doesn't deal with I'm not worthy at one level or another, whether it's I'm not good enough, I'm bad, I'm not smart enough, I'm not old enough, I'm too old. Whatever it is, we all suffer with it. And something, if I can just offer you like... Yeah, for sure. I love it. So so you're really into the whole core and like finding out who you are, right? And I, like consider that the core of you is just levels and levels and levels and levels and levels. And you can never see past the level that you're at right now. So like when you peel this layer, now that gives you access. And you've probably noticed in your journey, you know, over three years, like if you had to face the things that you face now, when you first started, it would overshoot your system. You'd go into like complete hysteria and shut down, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yes. But now you have tools, you have abilities, you have, we can only ever receive that which we believe we are worthy of. So at any given time, whatever is around you is what you believe you are worthy of at that time. Mm -hmm. Worthiness, though, is one of these things that I have found personal development, mindset, uh, the cerebral stuff that we all do Mm -hmm. can only get you to a cerebral level of feeling worthy. The stuff that I just shared with you, like the coaching call before I had where it just the way the way not worthy went in, the way the trauma, the way the pain went in is the way it comes out. And when you're really young and you experience trauma, the first thing you do in that moment is like, I will never let myself feel that way again. Ever. Oh, it's just like yep. first protectors man. come online. Yeah, protectors yep. come online and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. And then the whole your whole existence kind of becomes like your circumstances show up in a way to trigger that aspect of you so that you can actually feel it and actually heal it and actually release it. And yeah. so worthy is this unending thing that you just get to experience because you just get better. Like Guy says this great line. I love it recently. He goes, it's not about feeling good in life. It's about getting better at feeling. And we have just been so desensitized, right? So just allowing yourself to feel more and being with the sad and being with the upset and being with the frustrated and being with the angry and knowing that like, hey, this is my human experience. This is what I signed up for this time around gives you access Mm -hmm. to something. Totally. You said people don't want to look behind those doors or let alone like Mm. in doors, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, it's just... um, I love this. I love this. And I think this is so important too, is I suffered crippling anxiety my entire mm-hmm. life. And so when That's I was not surprising, by the way, given the life circumstances to where I could never do this interview with you right now, I would, it, my throat would close. I mean, not at all. And I don't know how I ran companies and was successful my whole life in business, but, um, I would shake. I mean, it was awful. So when I went in three years ago to the therapist this week for the first time, and she said, how do you feel? I said, good. She goes, well, then why are you here? I'm like, because I always feel good. And she's like, okay. And I go, well, I have anxiety. And she's like, okay. And how does that make you feel? I'm like, well, it's just me. And I go, like, I have blonde hair and blue eyes. And she goes, well, is it, is it serving you? And I said, well, no, I can't do anything because of it. And she's like, well, if there's a different way that you want to feel, would you want to? And I'm like, Judy, I'm like, she's like 70 years old. I'm like, Judy, yeah, of course. And she's like, will you please come back three more sessions? And she goes, I know this is scary. Anyways, what I realized was, and I was at the point right then, because I was going through this traumatic experience, I was like going to take medication, which nothing wrong if someone needs it, but I was at the point of that or I need, I needed a change. Yeah. He's like, I don't believe in medication and I think I can help you through this. So I'm like, great, let's try it. it I was at a point of bottom. It was surrender. a bottom. Totally had to surrender. So, um, what I realized was, and so I was like 33 at that time is that 
this went all the way back to when I was five and I was playing Barbies in my room and my life is very peaceful and I love playing Barbies. And so in the other room, my sister was born who cried all the time, Mm. very colicky. And my mom and dad were fighting all the time. And so what happened when I was five was I went from feeling really sad that they were fighting out there. And then I felt really fearful that I didn't know what was then going to happen. So fear and sad went like this and went like this around me, which created my anxiety. And so I never realized that sadness and fear was what my anxiety was. And once I then, like you just said, I put a, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to be fearful. And now when I go and speak in front of hundreds of people, which I'm like, oh my God, first thing I say is, you guys, I'm sorry. I don't know why you guys paid to listen. I'm not sure, but... I now know I'm excited to talk in front of an audience and I'm, I am also sort of fearful. Am I going to say something or like, and so that used to not let me even be able to speak or do those things. And so I want everyone to know that if they have like severe anxiety or like really severe d- depression, that that is able to be worked through with yeah. a really good therapist. Big time. It, it's, we say this all the time, like there is not you're not born with a defect. Totally. And no one is born with some superpower. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, we're all hard, hardwired slightly different, but there's no human being that, like, you cut them open and then their blood is like, this person's going to be a billionaire and, you know, this person's going to live on the street and this person, like, that just doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So all of this stuff is learned. Did I have... Like I liked being in front of people. I liked speaking in front of people. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I wasn't scared shitless every time <laughs> I did it. I just for me it was like a fun game to play to get better at because for whatever reason. Oh, that's my one thing that I'm like. <sighs> yeah, um, but at the same token, you know, like my whole story and our listeners know this. I'm, I'm sharing this with you. Is like something happened when I was three, three and a half. And the story that I came up with was that I'm bad and I'm a loser. And so anytime that I would pick something up and wasn't immediately great at it, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it Yeah, because it triggered that part of me. And I didn't want to feel that. Yeah, Or I would just do horrible things to my friends because I always had to win because if I lost again, I get triggered. But it was at the effect of destroying relationships. Totally. I can see that. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. just knowing these things makes you so much more powerful. And all of the things that I am today, I can honestly say over the last 15, 16 years, have been learned responses. I've gotten yeah. to the point where I can bring enough awareness mm-hmm. and choose in the moment. Like you said, you have a choice yes. moment. It's not that you'd stop feeling that thing. It's just, nope. I choose. Yeah. And so wisdom is the space between the, you know, the trigger and the reaction. And how do you want to decide to to behave? One thing with business, I don't know where this always came from, but in business, if, if, I, if I have a client that's just lost her mind, you know, I, I wait. I'm, I always tell myself, wait until the next day. Don't respond. Nothing in photography is that important that you need to respond. And so I've taken that into my personal life as well. I don't really get triggered that much anymore, but it's like, I, I, the only thing in life that we can control ourselves, that's it. That's all we can do. And so, um, I think it shows just great maturity when people are willing to learn, to look inside, to figure out how they can control themselves better, their thoughts everything to do with their life. I think that just shows great maturity. And I know like some of my listeners that will be listening to this are on a starting phase of doing this, you know, yeah. and so I know a lot of our topics that we talked about were, were pretty large. I would say yeah. years ago, if I listened to this, I'd be like, Oh my goodness. Like, I, Oh my gosh. So it's like, and your listeners might be on a totally different, you know, level, but to this might be scary to some people to like yeah. listen to us, but if you start small and you build very small, you don't have to change your whole life tomorrow. Nope. And just by listening to something like this, I feel is so powerful to get Absolutely. into people's minds to think to start thinking, how can I live a more balanced life? 
Absolutely. Maybe this alcohol, I want to drink this whole bottle right now. Is that serving me right now? Is it do, what's it doing for me that's positive? Yeah. So good. Such a great point. And, and there's no better time to start wherever you are. It doesn't matter. Like it really does not matter. It's saying a three letter word can change your life. And that three letter word is yes. I love it. Something really, really magical and powerful is behind that three letter word. There are times where we say yes to something. Like, yes, I'm going to make this shift or yes, I'm going to get out of this relationship or yes, I'm going to get into this relationship or yes, I'm going to start this business or whatever it is. Here's the beauty. Whether you take any like one action after that or not, you saying yes has already started to realign your life in a way. It has. Already. Just by saying yes. And I don't mean like the yes that we just throw around. I mean like Life and moment, yes, like fully, yes. Yep. That moment shifts everything. And that's something that anyone can do. Because after you say yes, here's what happens. There's that famous line, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. The perfect book will fall in your lap. I was going to say, it all- The perfect movie, the perfect person. Something will show up in your life where you'd be like- I just got chills. Say chills. (laughs) It's like- it's that simple. It's not right. about. We'll give you exactly what you need at the yes. right time. Yes. It's not about tackling the entire mountain. You know, Jenny, when you were, you got out of the relationship far after your soul had already said, you know what? This is not where I'm supposed to be. Totally. Yeah. yeah it did. It so, did. And that's another, that it's. Yes. And so I said, yes, I need out a long time before. And it does take, and we're talking about big things. Like behavior is not something that you can just change, but you need to be very aware of these things. Like you said, that are coming in your life that are there to say, Hey, and to step back for a minute and to put a pause in your life and to just look at what, what is going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So good. Jenny, You're so, so good. good. See, this, this is what I was saying. We were like, uh, let's just talk and share some good stuff with people. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, that is my goal. Literally, I had a girl from Poland yesterday that reached out to me on Instagram. And she said, thank you. I asked her to come to my woman's conference in Chicago in a couple months. And she said, I'd love to, but I'm in Poland. And I said, oh, wow, I had no idea. And she goes, I just want you to know. You're the only person that I I don't know personally that I feel like you're giving me these tools to be mm. able to live a better life. And I said, if that's just one person in the world, like for our conversation right now, this is this is my goal, my passion, and my heart is I just want to help people and let them know that there is a different way to live. And once you recognize and realize that, life is it's so beautiful and so amazing. And I'm so grateful to be sitting here with you to talk to you right now. And, and just everything in life is so much more beautiful when you um, take the time to learn about all these things in yourself. Yeah. And there, you know, to, to speak to, you know, the, the group that you created, feel the positive. It's like, look how much desire there is in the world for people to be around other people Having these conversations, even if you don't understand them, just being in a community of this, you know, collective like-minded people uh, makes such a profound difference. 100%. If anyone's listening and like, I know these large subjects, I, I tell everybody, if you would like to do something right after you listen to this or watch this with us and you want to go change your life and do something better, go through your Facebook feed. And unfollow anyone that you don't feel is living in the life or, or magnitude that you want to be in. Mm. Once I started doing that three years ago and I was like, got rid of the news, got rid of the dog fights, got yep. rid of this. I'm like, my feed is pretty awesome now. I'm like, Thanks. scroll. I love it. Bam. Positive. Pos- and it's all about what we allow in our life. So true. That, by the way, again, it comes down to self-worth. Totally. When you're worthy of allowing only that which enlightens you, enlivens you, fulfills you, makes you happy, Pat, you 
take responsibility for that. Otherwise, you're just like, you're at the effect of life instead of affecting your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, Amazing. Jenny, I'm really excited to keep these conversations going. Yeah, I love it. Thank you Um, so much for inviting me on your show. Yeah, I would would love to find out how we can keep doing this. That was absolutely brilliant. Where can people find you other than obviously Feel the Positive, which is a group on Facebook? uh, Where else can they find you? Um, if they want to find me on Facebook or Instagram, I'm a personal, they're more than welcome to follow me or message me on there at everything Jenny Taylor. That's the best way to get a hold of me. And then definitely if it's a woman listening out there, a lot of women are super nervous. That's the number one thing to call my studio for the boudoir photography. But please, if you're listening, know that you can wear anything. It's not about the wardrobe. And if you want to feel empowered and confident, like you've never felt before, Please fly into one of our studios. And if you want an idea of where a great professional studio is, you can more than more than welcome message me and I will help you find whatever city you're in somewhere reputable. Amazing. I love how your life journey has just spun into all these little amazing things that have all led you to this amazing moment. And yeah, uh, yeah to, to here's to the 1.3 million women's lives thank you for helping me get to that goal so thank you absolutely absolute pleasure uh guys as always thank you for being our loyal listeners we love you if there's anything you want to share with me about this episode or anything else or a question that you have feel free to email me at elon at satoriprime.com we'll see you on the next episode have an amazing day guys Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.